Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I'm glad that you are here joining with me today for a great big hot cup of whatever you're drinking. Mmm, that's so good. That's so good. Actually, that that goes out to uh, uh, to super fan Nancy who uh, uh, commented back that. Uh, <laughs> I needed to be sure and keep the slurp in the podcast. So uh, a uh, tip of the hat to you. And uh, unfortunately, my coffee's kind of cold now, but it's still good. You can't have, well, you can have bad coffee. That's true. But this was good coffee. Now it's just cooler coffee. Well, I am joined with my wife. Say hi to everybody. Hello. She's sitting on the couch flipping through her phone. And entertaining our little new kitten uh, that is called Bobby. And uh, Bobby uh, got her name because she's kind of like a bobcat, although she's orange in color and bobcats aren't. But she has a bob tail, naturally bobbed. And it's got a funny crook in it. So little Bobby is our fun entertainment. She is a ninja kitty. And uh, she sees our 13-year-old tired, uh, worn-out wiener dog as a slow-moving target for her to practice her ninja skills on. (laughs) Oh, my. Well, I have uh, completed my first full week of retirement, and it's it's been a good week. Uh, There has not really been any set schedule. It's been just kind of like make a list, see if you remember to do the list and uh and how and and do a lot of ums when you talk uh, <laughs> so some things get done, some things don't get done, but i we we decided that we do need to have a little bit more structure, trying to figure that structure out, but anyway, today, I wanted to kind of talk about. Uh, a topic, and that is doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. Not just when people are watching you, not when you think you can, uh, that you have to do it, but at all times, trying to do the right thing. And most of the things in our life, they're small. And if we don't do the right thing, the consequences usually are not big. But I recently had a conversation with a person where they had, uh, in essence, a proposition from someone, and it was something that was very appealing, but they also knew that it was wrong. And the person was asking me about my thoughts. I said, you know what? Throughout life, we're all going to have those kind of situations, those kinds of opportunities. And it's good to, I guess, in essence, look at them as a test. Not a test of how to figure out a way to do it and not get caught, but a test to do the right thing. Because once you cross that line enough times, now it's become a habit now it's a part of you, who you are, your personality, your, uh, your way of looking at things because you have to rationalize away from 
the idea of things are right or wrong, you go into, well, it's not that wrong, or I can justify doing it. It's like the different people that were doing lootings, you know, a year ago during the summer. And it's like, well, you know, we're going to, we're doing this because XYZ. They're a big company. They can handle it. You know, it's, it's, it's no big loss to them. It's a victimless crime. And you wind up like in San Francisco where I forget the dollar amount, but you can, you can steal. They have decriminalized theft up to a certain dollar amount. So people can walk into a store and steal, and the police are not going to come. The police are not going to arrest. And what do you think is going to be the, the result of that? Add a little bit of time to that. And so sometimes those things are on a big scale. Sometimes those are on a smaller scale. I just came across a news article this morning that I was reading to my wife about uh, a married couple that got caught in an FBI sting operation. In a way, it kind of reminds me a little bit of that movie Fun with Dick and Jane. They uh, Jim Carrey did the remake of it. The original one I know had Jane Fonda, and I can't remember who played her husband, but they were in financial straits, and so they decided to start you know, committing crimes, robbing places in order to uh, live the lifestyle that they were accustomed to after the husband had lost his job. Well, this couple in this news article, it was out in Maryland, and they were involved in this sting operation because they, uh, the husband worked uh, in a, uh, a secured location regarding naval operations. And what took place was a repeated series of contacts with somebody that was supposedly a Russian or, or a foreign, it, was, it was, didn't say a country, but a foreign country that was wanting to buy naval secrets regarding submarine nuclear reactors. And this person was being paid in cryptocurrency, and they were doing, the couple was doing drops of SD cards with the information in it, that was encrypted, and then after a money exchange of cryptocurrency, then they would give the key to open up the uh, SD card. And they there were several exchanges before they were arrested on espionage. Now, they were making some good money, and I'm sure that there were, you know, they were justifying in their mind how, well, what they were giving probably wasn't that secret of information and they're 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 getting their their money it's helping them maybe with financial issues but it's still wrong and they got caught whether they got caught or not it was still wrong and these kinds of temptations will approach each and every one of us at different times and what makes us susceptible to them is if we don't just automatically reject them, but if we play around with them for a while, if we play with that notion, if we think about what we could do. And that's kind of what I shared with the person recently that I had spoken with. 
I said, you know, if you if you want to avoid these kind of temptations, just know right from wrong and stick with it. Don't start compromising in your head. Don't be playing with the notions in your head. But that's easier said than done. Yes, it is. But everything's easier said than done. But wh- where does it lead to? All kinds of bad things can, can happen as a result. So how do you know right from wrong? You know, what are the different values that people, you know, can use to help them make wise decisions and know where to draw a line in the sand? Well, if you come from the Judeo-Christian background, then there's one set that you already know, and that is the Ten Commandments. Yeah, those horrible things that have to be removed from public places because they're just so bad, you know? Uh, Let's take a look at them just really fast because they're self-explanatory. You shall have no other gods before me. So God says, don't put anything else above me. I need to be the number one priority. When you have me as the number one priority, now you're setting the stage in the right direction. You shall not make idols. Well, what's an idol? An idol is something that we replace God with. We make our own God. And we that way we don't have to follow what the true God says, but we can just follow what the God that we make say says. And that's that idea of playing with a compromise. Number three, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. That's all about respecting God. Not treating him as just somebody. He is God. He is our creator. Number four, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. God's In God's world, in God's economy, in God's way of looking at things for humanity, he said, work for six days and have one day off to rest. Not just for you, but for everyone in your household, for your animals, your livestock. Uh, there, there's a, it's building in the idea of rest and a focus on him. Number five, honor your father and mother. Yeah, your parents are not perfect. I've never met perfect parents yet. I'm not a perfect parent. My wife's not a perfect parent. Parents struggle with their lives and then, you know, have the responsibility of their children. But what happens if you dishonor your parents? What direction does that lead you? God says, honor your father and mother. Doesn't necessarily mean you agree with everything they say or do, but honor them. Number six, you shall not murder. That shouldn't be on the table. You don't like what somebody's doing or you want what they have or something like that, so you commit murder. No, don't do that. You shall not commit adultery. There's a a foundation of family that is established uh, by God, and that centers around the husband and wife. Do not commit adultery. There's adultery in action, physical action. There's adultery in the mind. We need to stay away from that. Number eight, you shall not steal. That means that's the concept of private property. You have private property. Other people have private property. You shall not steal. Don't take what's not yours. How many? If you've got kids when they were little, how many times did you say that? That's not yours. Don't take that. Don't mess with that. 
It's building that idea that you do not steal. But they've got plenty. What if I want it more than they do? Doesn't matter. And there's all different ways that in society and in culture and in government where we will rationalize stealing and it doesn't make it right. Number nine, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor, which means you don't lie in order to get your neighbor in trouble. Who's your neighbor? Everybody else. Everybody else. Not just the people you like or don't like, that kind of stuff. It's everybody. You don't give false testimony about them. And then number 10 is you shall not covet. This is where you want what somebody else has. Not that you like what they have so you would like to get your own. No, this is about I want what somebody else has. I want their property. I want this. I want that. I want their spouse. That's coveting. What does that lead to? Well, it can lead to stealing. It can lead to adultery. It can lead to murder. So those are some pretty good standards to use. You know, another set that I have used and I've talked about on this podcast in the past, as far as not just things to do and not to do, but values, would be from the Boy Scout movement, the Scout Law. A scout is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, reverent. If we follow those values, those will help us in making the right decisions when temptations arise. So, the temptations are always going to be there. They become a hard-to-resist temptation when we play with them. But if we quickly reject them as not an option, then it gets easier and easier to live life the right way. All right, that's it for today. Hope this was fun and helpful, and uh, we will catch you next time for another cup of coffee right here on this channel. (laughs) Bye-bye.